It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We bleed purple, green, blue, black, and gold. Sports. 1280 New Orleans. Alright, welcome back in. Chris Gordy show rolling on here on this Thursday afternoon as we're super jacked for the NBA playoffs to get started this weekend. And we'll be watching your New Orleans Pelicans heading out west to take on the Portland Trailblazers. It'll be a couple late night games starting Saturday night, but that's all right. You're in the postseason. That's all that all that matters at this point. Stop bringing our guy uh, Chad Doing, who we talked uh, just a couple weeks ago from Rip, Rip City Radio out there in Portland. Chad, what is doing on this afternoon? Woo, Rip City, man. It's all it's all good here in Portland, Chris. Um, I think Blazer fans exhaled last night. Uh, you know, because the team finally secured home court advantage, and uh, we're looking forward to this first round matchup with New Orleans. Uh, some good young talent, and two guys, uh, both Dame and Anthony Davis, who were on uh, a lot of people's MVP ballots this year. Now, here in New Orleans, we were hoping for this matchup because I think most folks were like, if we go to Houston, we're dead. If we go to, o- o- you know, uh, Golden State, we're dead. I don't think anybody wanted to go to Utah just because of how hot they've been. And that's not to discount Portland, but uh, New Orleans and Portland have played really good games this year. I mean, they split the season series 2-2, and when we had you on just a couple weeks ago, you told us how scared you were. You guys were of Anthony Davis, and sure enough, he went off that game, but Lillard was even better with 41 points. And even down on the wire, the Pels had a chance to win that on a game winner not once but twice with Etwan Moore, and he missed both three-pointers. But I, I think if we judge by the season series, Chad, this is going to be a hell of a, a playoff series. Oh, oh, it is. And I, I think you're dead on, Chris. I, I, I think after Houston and Golden State, I think all the teams three through eight are, they're right, they're neck and neck. Um, and I agree with your assessment. No one wanted to play the Utah Jazz. I'm so thankful that Portland doesn't have to play them. I think Steve Kerr uh, tanked that game a couple of nights ago in Salt Lake City on purpose. So he knew that if the Utah Jazz won that game, that they weren't going to fall back to seventh. I think they didn't want to play them without Steph Curry. I think Utah's that one team you wanted to avoid. I, 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 I do like this matchup. I think Blazer fans are thankful to be playing New Orleans as well because, uh, you know, you see some advantages and stuff, but there's no doubt. We, we respect what the Pelicans bring to the table, and anytime you're going up against a guy like Anthony Davis who he can go inside, he can go out, he can do it on both ends of the floor, he is a tremendous talent. And I will say this, um, Drew Holiday uh, is a special player, and he plays his best basketball against the Portland Trailblazers. In fact,
fact, Evan Turner, last night after the game, after the one over Utah, said that that's his favorite matchup. He loves going up against Giroux and respects him a great deal. And I covered uh, the Warriors for a couple of years uh, down in the Bay Area. I was around Alvin Gentry. Uh, I think he's a, a very good coach, and I like the way they play offense. You guys, you know, the Pelicans go at a great pace. So I think rebounding, to me, in this series is going to be critical because if you rebound, well, you can control the tempo and play at the pace that you want. So that's really what I'm going to look at. But, yeah, I think this is a very close series. I expect it to be tight the entire way through, and I think we're going to get some compelling basketball throughout the course uh, of the two weeks that these two teams go head-to-head. Is there any type of lingering concern at all with Damian Lillard after the uh, ankle, but obviously playing after that? Has he looked all right? What's the thought been? Uh, he's fine. Um, you know, he is, he's one of those guys where, uh, he's, he's tough and he, he can battle, but the ankle injury, they thought it was going to be worse than it was when it first went down. But, uh, after uh, a couple of days of treatment and getting some rest, um, he's been much better. He had 36 points, uh, 10 assists last night. He was moving around well, shot the ball well. In that first game back after the injury against San Antonio, he, uh, you know, shot the ball well, moved around well. So I don't think there's any concern. I think our biggest concern right now is just, Maurice Harkless, uh, our starting small forward, uh, he's really good defensively. Uh, he, he provided great in- energy in that second stretch of the uh, second half of the season. So he should come back sometime mid-series. But without him in the starting lineup, it moves Evan Turner uh, into the starting lineup, which leaves us a little bit thin on the bench. So uh, we, you know we do have some concern there because depth. Uh, you know you need some guys out the bench who can come in and, and do some things. So the Blazers a little bit thin on the bench, but but Evan Turner and, and Mo. Harkless in terms of starting small forwards, pretty much interchangeable. Uh, what I find most compelling about this matchup is, you know how in playoff basketball, things get chippy. I mean, there's bad blood typically in, in a series, and we've seen that the past couple of years with Portland and the, the series with the Warriors last year, the series with the Warriors the year before, and there's mm-hmm. always something going on there. I don't know if there's going to be bad blood. I mean, I guess there will be at some point. But on paper in the series, just looking at the two teams on paper, like, I don't know who's going to get, like, is Al Farouk Aminu going to get it in, into it with Anthony Davis? Like, I don't see there being bad blood there between these two teams yet. No, no, there's not. And the problem is uh, these two teams have, there's too many nice guys out there. Um, so I, uh, if I, if I wanted, if I was going to pick, uh, guys who were most likely to get into a tangle, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, uh, the Bosnian beast, um, he, he has been known to get under people's skin. So I could see him and, you know, maybe, uh, Anthony Davis exchanging a couple of words. Uh, we're concerned about Rajon Rondo, uh, if he's healthy and, and it looks like he's going to be ready to go. He's a pain in the ass, man. The guy's got super long arms, like, they're like gadget arms, and he's going to give Damon CJ some difficulty. So I could see Rondo causing some irritation, but you're right. I just don't, you know, this is going to be a good matchup, but I think the basketball will be clean, and I don't get the sense that these two teams despise each other. I get the feeling that there's some respect there. You know, unlike the Rockets, Blazers hate the Rockets, and, you know, we don't like the Clippers. Terry Stotts can't stand Doc Rivers, but you're right. There's, it's almost like a mutual respect between these two teams, which I'm fine with, but I also like old-school basketball where, <laughs> you know, uh, teams don't like each other, and you get that chippiness. But maybe it'll take a couple of games and, and, and you know into the series before guys start to get tired of one another. From the Portland Portland perspective, what do the Pelicans have to do to win this series? 
Uh, well, I, they got to play at their pace. Um, and if, and what I mean by that is, is, uh, you know, uh, dominate the glass. Portland's been a very good rebounding team throughout the course of the season. But if, if New Orleans can control the glass and be able to push, uh, uh, the tempo, they're going to have a chance to score well. And I think the higher the score is, uh, as the Pelicans, uh, I would say 110 or more, that's going to play into the Pelicans' hands. So I think they've got to rebound well, control the tempo, and push the pace because Portland doesn't like to go at that type of pace. I think that's going to be critical. And then also, uh, even though Portland has struggled from downtown of late, they hoist a ton of threes. the Blazers are an equal opportunity three-point shooting team. So Terry Stotts wants his guys to move bodies, move the ball, make the next pass. And if you've got an open look from three, take it. Uh, so I, I think New Orleans is going to have to do uh, an excellent job of contesting uh, the three-point ball and, and trying to limit Portland's opportunities in that point. And then what I would do, early in games, and, and because use of Nurkic is critical to Portland's uh, 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 game, especially on defense. The Blazers last year were 21st in the league in defensive rating. This year they're eighth, and part of that is because you've got a true rim protector, Nurkic. If, I, if I'm Alvin Gentry, early in games, I go right to Anthony Davis, and I attack Nurk and try and get him in early foul trouble because if that happens, the Blazers have to go to their bench sooner, um, and that'll, put them, uh, that'll make them weaker on the inside uh, because you know the Pelicans' points. They score a lot of points around the rim, so I would try and get Nurk in foul trouble. So play at your pace. Uh, get the, get the uh, point total up around 110-plus. Uh, contest the three-point line. Get Nurk in early foul trouble, and I think the Pelicans will have success. Talking with Chad doing Rip City Radio over there in Portland. Uh, if I had one gripe on the the Blazers, Chad, I would I would look maybe to their bench scoring, maybe not as much, uh, not as uh, consistent. But I mean, look, when your starters are giving you what what they're giving you, I mean, Lillard's dropping thirty six, forty one. Maybe you don't need to rely on that bench scoring. But typically in the playoffs, the rotation kind of uh, what tightens up, and 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 uh, the numbers off the bench aren't as high. What do you think uh, Terry Stotts is going to do as far as rotation off the bench? Oh, I agree with you. He's going to shorten it up. And to be honest, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this. Uh, For the most part, the Blazers' bench is hot garbage. Um, (laughs) Here's what they have. You know, when they're healthy, uh, Mo Harkless will start at the three, and Evan Turner's off the bench, which is good. So you've got Evan Turner, and you have Ed Davis, who's been one of the best uh, backup bigs in the game all season long. But after that, it starts to get a little bit questionable. Shabazz Napier, who's had a breakout year, he's been in a funk of late. He plays too much hero ball. And sometimes I wonder if he's playing to win or playing for that new contract that's coming up this summer. Uh, Pat Connaughton is uh, not that good. And Zach, uh, Zach Collins is going to be a star. He, he earned his way into the rotation, but he's a rookie. So they don't have a lot of reliable options off the bench. And the biggest problem is they don't have a lot of guys off the bench who can fill it up and, and be able to score and shoot consistently. So you're right. The Blazer bench, um, if the starters are struggling right now, especially with Harkless out of the lineup they don't have a lot of guys on the bench who can play um and score well so you know the blazers are definitely dependent upon dame cj and nurk to do the bulk of the scoring so uh, uh that's going to be a big factor um the blazers bench can they get enough from shabazz pat Connaughton, and whoever else terry stotts goes with uh you know point wise off the bench it's a concern it always has been not a big fan of the bench but they've made it work and they've gotten some contributions throughout the year from guys they didn't expect but it's not definitely not a strength Whenever you go on the road in the playoffs, the talk is always we got to go steal one. Got to go steal yeah. one of those first two. Uh, do you think the Pelicans can come in and steal one of those first two over in Portland? 
Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I, I like the Blazers' chances at home. Uh, Moda Center is one of the best atmospheres in all the NBA. But, you know, the Pelicans have won here uh, earlier this year. Both teams won on each other's home floor. So I, I definitely think they can. Um, and I, I would expect, you know, uh, these games, the first two here in Portland, to be very competitive. Um, but I, I do not doubt that they can, they can definitely grab a game, especially if Portland's guards aren't making their shots. So it's a concern. I, I, I really think Portland needs to do their best job to protect home court in the first two and put the pressure on the Pelicans. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm, I would say that I am concerned about that, and I would expect uh, uh, those first two games in Portland to be highly competitive. So I've decided we need to, uh, at some point, talk trash about each other's cities, but I just want you to answer to some of these weird things that I found about Portland when I was uh, Googling. Oh, God, it's um, probably all can... true. What did you find out about our city? Uh, naked bike rides? Oh, oh, let me tell you about that. So, I, uh, yeah, that's true, and it's, it's so awful you... because, uh, unfortunately, the people who participate in the Portland World Naked Bike Ride, they're not exactly the most uh, attractive individuals, you know? So it's like people with uh, muffin tops, and they got the fupas and all that stuff on their bikes <laughs> pedaling around town, and, and it's, like, perfectly normal. I actually I was so offended by Vegas and their win total on the Blazers this year at 42.5 that I made a vow that if Portland didn't hit 43 or more, that I would participate in the Portland World Naked Bike Ride. And I had offers of people willing to uh, knit me a uh, Blazer Peter Parka with uh, a pinwheel on it so I wouldn't have to expose everything. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's true. People do get on bikes and ride around naked. And for some reason, people think that's kind of normal here in Portland. All right. Wow. How, how about this one? Why do you have a vacuum museum? <laughs> you know, it's funny about that. My dad has actually checked that out, and he thought it was pretty cool. But I, I cannot explain that. I do not understand the vacuum museum. And if you're coming out, if, if any of you uh, Pell fans are rolling out to uh, check game one or two, I, I would avoid the vacuum museum and check out a couple other spots in town. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all you need to know. My dad likes it. That's yeah, all my you need dad to know. likes it. I have one, so my last one that I found that I thought was funny. Have you seen any good uh, scooter or moped gangs lately? Oh, my gosh. Look, there's a lot of problems with Portland. Number one, there's green sections all over the roadways in downtown because the bikers have taken over. Uh, you're definitely going to run into some blue hairs bumping around on a Segway or a moped. And the pedestrians in town, like, they think they own the roadways. And it's like, hey, morons, get out of the road. You don't own it, but they'll drop bird on you and act like, you know, it's perfectly normal. So um, depending on what, especially if you're in, uh, like, the southeast part of town, which is like the hippie town. So if you're coming out, this is the breakdown. Um, North Portland is more of your urban type, uh, uh, um, more diverse area of town. Northwest is where the, the uh, yuppies hang out. Uh, South Waterfront is where all the uh, hipster douches in their tight pants are. And then Southeast is like uh, Berkeley. It's like uh, um, it's where all the hippies hang out. So Portland, no matter what your flavor is, it's got a little bit of everything. <laughs> there you go. He is Chad doing Rip but City see, Portland, Radio. See, we can't make fun of New Orleans because... Everyone wants to go there because right. they want to go hang out and party and have a good time. So, like, what? I mean, the, I mean, uh, the, the the only. I mean, there's really no knock I can have on New Orleans other than I want to go there and have a great time because it's a great party city. Like, what's the right. knock on New Orleans for crying out loud? I mean, the only thing you could say is that Bourbon Street smells like pee because it really does smell like pee. Now, the other thing that's odd, like my dad worked for the Army Corps of Engineers for his entire career. Like, I've always thought it's it's like like your city's like below sea level, right? Yes. Eight like feet that's, below. That's bizarre. Like, 
who that's just bizarre to me <laughs> below sea level how's that even well, possible it's it's like a soup bowl that's that's what we're looking. We're just <laughs> we're surrounded by we're surrounded by water but you can't tell anybody here that you know move away no this is where we're staying and you can't knock our food you can't be like new orleans oh go eat some gumbo okay we will no, no. It's, it's great. No, i've talked to uh, i've talked to some other guys from nolens i what they tell me is is like if they get a hangover it just hit more crown and more fried food and you'll be okay in a couple <laughs> hours man I, I like your guys's philosophy down there it's genius well it was weird moving away uh, for college and, and finding out bars close at two elsewhere i'm like what in the world is this say <laughs> uh devilry no. No, so I honestly, I want your guys' take, like, I, you know, because I'm kind of working through this series, but how do you guys think this series is going to play out? Who wins and how many games? I, I mean, honestly, I think if the Pels can steal one of the first two, I think, I think they're in the driver's seat. And that's not to say Portland can't come steal one here, but, I mean, if New Orleans can steal one of those out there, and, and honestly, they've won five in a row. Like, everybody's talking about all these other teams. Oh, no one wants to play the Jazz right now. Now, no one wants to play this team. I'm like... Hello, the Pelicans have won five in a row, including wins over the Warriors and the and the uh, the Spurs last night. So it's not exactly like they're slim pickings, but the way Miritich is shooting the ball right now, the way AD's playing, I mean, they're going to be a tough out. I'm just tell, telling those folks at Portland right now. Pell sweet. No, they, they need to Do know it. that. And I, and I like the I – mean, I think um, – I mean, is you know, Miritich in the starting lineup seems to be like the right move. I, I like his game. We wanted him. We you know, we, we were craving we were coveting that guy. So yeah, it's uh we're concerned and, and I think it's gonna be a great series. I, I think it could go the distance. We could be looking at a seven gamer here. He is Chad uh doing up there in Portland Rip City Radio. Chad, thanks for the time, man. I really appreciate it. I know we'll uh, we'll catch up again next week, all right? Yeah, well, you're going to come on my show later today. Well, that that I will, if anyone wants to tune in. Are you doing a... your show from a uh, vegan strip club? <laughs> I found that, too. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, I think they may have that, like the uh, where you go in and, like, the... Uh, um, you know, the uh, buffet is all vegan. That, 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 now that's Portland right there where you can go in, go to a strip club and get nothing but vegan options. That's Portland in a nutshell right there. Anybody eating at a strip club, you are a savage. I'm just putting that out there. He is Chad doing. <laughs> Chad, thanks for the time, brother. Hideous. All right. We'll talk again next week, brother. Later, bros. All right, man. Chad doing there. Portland. Uh, radio Rip City Radio is what they call it out there. I'm glad we were able to get into the weird facts of Portland too. All right, let's. Uh, we're way past our break. Let's catch up on a break here. We'll come back. One more segment to go this hour. Chris Gordy show. Stay there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.